It is here again. We have arrived. At Greatest the May. song in the world. Woohoo! The May, the the May rendition of the greatest May. song in the world. Hey, Adam, guess what? It's May Day. It's gonna be May. Ha! And then May the 4th be with you is right around the corner. Ew. Nobody likes Star Wars these days. Come on. I don't think so. Is anybody watching Star Wars? But it, but luckily, I, I don't have to see it anymore on Facebook. But I, I didn't even know about it until Facebook told me. That May, May the 4th? Yeah. Yep. But it's my anniversary date with my job. So another year down, oh. another year closer to that pension. Ooh. Oh, baby. How many years is this pension? now? 13. 13. Pretty good. Man, man, can you imagine? But then you think about it like 2010. Was it that long ago? Like nothing's really happened at all always... in the history. Like nothing at all has happened in, in <laughs> the culture since that happened. I mean, I mean you're fascism. the same... You're, Fascism you're sitting has come in, to the U.S. You know, wrapped in a you're flag, holding in, up a Bible. <laughs> you're sitting in the same room that you were sitting in in 2010. You know, like nothing has really it. changed. <laughs> <laughs> Even no. your face. Look at your beautiful, silky, smooth face today. Mike has literally I'm lost like... <laughs> ten years of life. <laughs> no, I'm like, I'm I'm I've I got like super oily skin, so I'm looking at myself in the oh, camera right now. So yes. I'm, like, I'm super shiny, and it's very Did you disturbing. Do... Heavy oils or light oils? <laughs> we forgot to do our ad read today. <laughs> Adam, can you tell me the great, the, the latest in skincare trends? All I know is that you can take probiotics internally now. <laughs> what a disgusting thing for anybody to say! Like, what, why, <laughs> why did it? Why, why would why would AI come up with that? No, or you said like I didn't know that I could take them internally. You sure can, yeah. Mike. Now bend over and let me apply this <laughs> and feel the cheese. <laughs> but no, you are so silky smooth today. You have no facial hair. I know. So, I shaved yesterday, and man, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking at myself in the camera right now, and I think it's a mistake. I should have should have <laughs> left some scruff. <laughs> well, I mean, if you want to be 13 again, go for it. Mm-hmm. You got the backwards hat. You got the t-shirt covered mm-hmm. in tattoos. I mean, you got like, that's what every 13 year old looks like these days. I know I was on my way home from dropping off my daughter about an hour ago, drove by the skate park. And I was like, Oh yeah. Fellow teens. So, fellow teens. <laughs> What's up like, fellow teens? <laughs> like, Dude, my mom couldn't pick us up. Can you give us a ride? And you were like, sure thing, bro. Let's turn on the Lincoln park and let's roll. <laughs> and then you guys drove through what orange julius i'm sure mm-hmm. do they have a drive-thru <laughs> hey guys let's fucking bump up this part i can't feel the way i did before i will be ignored it's like i think and then you, they're like nudging each other in the backseat i think this guy's a narc <laughs> get out of here narc <laughs> and then you Adam, turned on new new lincoln park and it was all downhill from there oh man i'm then so they were hey, like, man, oh, man. This- the now song Heavy, one of the best songs of 2017, bro. I'm like, bro. I wasn't even born in 2017, bro. <laughs> I was graduating from kindergarten. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Adam, how have you been this past week? <sighs> the loaded question that always is. I mean, I just live life one moment to one moment. You know, your wife, my wife, they talk to each other. They make plans. Do I find out about any of those plans? No. You have to find out vicariously through me. I know. Fear I am thinking like, oh, I'll have a free weekend of, of frolicking nude through my backyard. But no, apparently I might not be. No, no you're going to have to frolic different. nude in an Irwindale fucking fairgrounds. Fields. 
Yeah, man. With a bunch of that'll be all right. With a bunch of weirdos like me, going to be dressed up in like Renaissance clothing. It'll be like your wedding. Should I wear At my, my vest? Hey, I still wear have your, my vest. Wear your vest. Wear your wait. Do you still have the the cape? Or do probably. we have the cape? Probably. I haven't made a goodwill run lately, so I probably still haven't. Oh, please don't <laughs> donate that cape. We spend a lot of money on that cape. <laughs> if you, I, I might have given it back because I, I just, I, I tried, I tried to come up with uses for it. Uh-huh. Um, but It'd be I a just nice the, blanket in the fall, you know. Uh, it could be a blanket in the fall. I mean, I don't have six of those already in my house, <laughs> but I could use another one perhaps to shield me from the English winters mm-hmm. in my castle. So <laughs> <laughs> those, those harsh Polak English winters. <laughs> exactly. It's just uh, so, and then I got my vest and I'm just like clanging around like ka-chink, ka-chink, ka-chink. And I mean, that doesn't weigh you down an extra like 20 pounds. So that mm-hmm. should be good to walk around in Irwindale field authenticity man it's all about what the what the renaissance fairs are and then we'll just go next door and grab up some burger king you know just like they did back then you know right you put on the the paper crown you eat some chicken fingers (laughs) and uh or chicken fries i mean yeah plenty of those back then (laughs) which french fry did this animal come from (laughs) but no i did that ren fair thing back in the 90s so i guess you know you know uh to see what it's like now might be a whole adventure Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's probably totally corporatized and stuff because we've never been to this one that we're going to be going to this this weekend. But like, we went to one that was up in like the Big Bear Mountains area. Uh, for our mm. listeners, it's up in the mountains, uh, and like that was much smaller, more intimate. There's like a there's like a a, a pub and tavern tavern where they were serving like local drafts and stuff. Like that seemed a lot more authentic mm. than having like a Korean food food truck <laughs> park there. <laughs> Get your the- Get your turkey leg, Korean turkey legs, turkey legs and the sword swallowers, you know, (laughs) how much for a turkey leg now? $17. Uh, I mean, if you want a small, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I remember it being like eight and just thinking that like, holy moly, you're paying that much for a leg of an animal. I know you can go to the, you can go to your local grocery store and get like a whole roasted chicken for like three bucks. And then you eat it, and it's like the driest thing you've ever eaten in your entire life. And yeah. It's like, man, Renaissance. <laughs> <laughs> this sure was living back in the day. Oh, chicken I have jerky. A king's thirst for the mighty wing, the mighty leg. <laughs> thus thou might have for thus. Yes. Folks, I'll thank be. you for joining us on this week's what? episode. <laughs> We're doing a show, Adam. Stop, oh, stop talking about Renfair stuff. Who, who brought that up? me nerd alert yes <laughs> <laughs> hey but uh thank you folks for listening uh on this week's episode we are doing the may rendition of greatest song in the world and i gotta tell you folks what the, the songs that are coming up it's gonna be back and forth we got some heavy shit we got some emotional shit we got some more oh. heavy shit and we got some heavy emotional shit so Whoa. uh we're, we're, we're in for a roller coaster for the songs of yeah week. we are we, we are up and down mm-hmm. man i'm excited hey, I'm ex- I'm excited to, to to listen and talk about all of these songs. Uh, just a heads up off the top here, uh, your boy is going to be flying for work next week. So, and, and then also, as you heard, uh, our families are going to be going to the Ren Fair uh, right before I fly out. So, uh, yeah, no, no, so no episode uh, next week. So enjoy yes. this one, or go back and so check out free, some other stuff. Feel free to meet Mike in the Dallas Fort Worth air, airport at the Cinnabon stand <laughs> in uh, Terminal Six. He'll I'll be probably- there. 
I'll probably be doing a Zoom meeting while I'm waiting for my Uber. I don't know. We'll see. So for the so the crowd control, we need to make sure you got your security with you. Please keep signage to a minimum. Mm-hmm. Um, do not touch or look at Mike. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, but you can be in the background. It can be like Mike, you, and then the Cinnabon. Uh-huh. Um, and that's that's okay. Other than that, um, he'll have to pepper spray you. So mm-hmm. please, please. Be safe out there, Texas. I just have a utility belt full of like various sprays. I've got like know. you know cologne if I'm feeling if I'm feeling nice. I got bear spray for any yes. stranger. And uh, yes. legally speaking, I I can bear mace you. Uh, I will, yes. especially if you make eye contact with me. I'm a rabid animal, and uh, <laughs> I finally exactly. been. But I, for, I, I, don't forget, I, you're in a you know one of those states that they're just mm-hmm. like, hey, bro, we need to like make sure our guns are on us at all time. Yeah. So if you start spraying people with mace. It's very likely you will be seen as a bad guy with mace. And so the good guys with the <laughs> what gun. What we need is more good guys with mace. <laughs> yes. But you will be seen Fuck. as a bad guy because, you know, again, tattoos, backwards hat, T-shirt. Like, oh, man, that teenager just got here from the skate park. Now he's now he's bear macing somebody who says that they love him. Mm-hmm. Um, we should probably take him out. So, I mean, just be, be safe out there. And I think it's best if you all just stay home. Like, keep the crowds away. Mike will be back the following week yes. to to serene your ears, mm-hmm. serenade your ears. <laughs> and I'm sure, you know, just spending four days in Texas, by the time I come back to California, I'll just be totally, you know, fully indoctrinated. I'm just going to start yes. to show off. It's like, I'm just asking questions here. Hunter Biden, <laughs> laptop. What was the laptop? I mean, what's I mean on what the are laptop? they hiding? <laughs> what, they, they're hiding so much. I mean, why wouldn't he just give it over mm-hmm. to them? You know, like, what is he hiding? Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> Ron DeSantis. And, Wait, I mean, he's got some good points out there. I'm just asking questions out there, you guys. An abortion past six weeks. I mean, really, is that is that considered murder? I think I think Mike might be honest. I think I think we should legally kill women who are trying to get abortions. I think that yeah. should. Uh, I, I'm just asking questions here, guys. I'm just asking questions. I mean, mm-hmm. like there's going to be zero homeless people there. Uh, amidst the state tax that you don't have to pay. I mean, it's a beautiful, beautiful place to drive through. So anyway, the Amity Afflictions, not without my ghost. It's a really good album. It's a really good album. <laughs> oh man, are you listen- Are you going to listen to that? God, I did not no. put it on my list. Fuck okay. no. I think I, only one absolutely person. Absolutely not. We should probably not mention his or her name who who said they were going to take take the bullet on that one. I know. The bravest um, person oh. in our Discord. <laughs> we'll wait to hear what they say about that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, not, yeah, not looking forward uh, to that at all. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I'm going to be traveling uh, for next week. So uh, no new episode. So we'll reconvene and uh, we'll have some fun stuff for you uh, in the meantime. Uh, but, uh, you know, go back and listen to some episodes. If you havenven't already, uh, I know we haven't uh, mentioned this because I keep because I keep forgetting. And uh, we're actually pretty close to getting the minimum amount of listeners on Spotify what? to get our ad revenue uh, turned back on. It's, this is so our 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 plugging is working our plugging has been working uh actually if you if you uh stall for a second i'm just gonna log into our analytics and i'm gonna look it up but i mean uh, this is what the people want to hear they want to hear analytical (laughs) discussions as we fucking uh, love our egos (laughs) stroking our egos for the fans but if you haven't noticed folks you know you know back in the day uh you know we 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 used to start the show with some ad with some ad rolls and uh you know uh our podcast hosting services is now under new management. So they also decided like, hey, on Spotify at least, you need at least 100 Spotify listeners. Now, 
I've seen our analytics. We're in the hundreds of hundreds overall. Spotify makes up like 8% of our podcast traffic. Again, this is fucking boring to anyone listening. But anyway. I'm, um, in, I'm sitting on the edge of my seat. Please tell me more. <laughs> Numbers. I'm doing calculations over here. I'm, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm looking at the ambassador ads eligibility right now. We are 15 subscribers on Spotify away from turning our ads back on. So let's Whoa. do this folks. If you're if you right. if you if you if you're at the point where you're like, I hate my podcasting service. They're you know they're, yes. it's it's out of order. It's fucking ugh, I hate I hate the way that they do that. The the the, the podcast art. I need a new one. What's a great <laughs> place to go? Hey, you know what? I recommend podcast Spotify podcast. It's it's a, it is a choice. Potify you can make podcast. Yes. Potify <laughs> podcast. Potify Potify sod podcast. <laughs> but uh, it is a choice you you can make. Would it help us a lot? Yes. And you know what? Here's another thing. Every time that we do greatest song in the world, I do polls on there. Like, hey, which one of these songs were your favorite? Do you want to participate in the polls? Mm. The only way you can do that is by subscribing to your Whoa. boys, the Skinny with Mike and Adam, over on Spotify. Uh, so please do that. Uh, Man, Adam and Mike would love it if we can have three meals a day again. Um, I really miss <laughs> breakfast. Uh, I, I heard I heard some really good things about avocado toast. Uh, I would I would like to try that one day. It's so expensive, thirteen dollars for a slice of bread. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> but hey, we could we could be we could be eating that one day, Adam. One you know, day. Would you like thirteen dollars for a slice of bread one day? I'll, I I do I do. Well, um, it's up to uh, the listeners. Man, see, I'm not even on Spotify. I'm not even like participating, bringing this up, and I and I've already paid for my yearly Jeff Bezos thing. Yeah, so I can't just like jump onto another one, even though I hate that one a lot, some of the time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it's your wife who pays for it for your Christmas. Is that your Christmas present every year, right? Yes, my yeah. Christmas present every year. <laughs> you should you but, should um, ask her to get a different Christmas present. Maybe I will. Maybe mm -hmm. I will for the for, mm -hmm. and then. But then we owe them new commercials at that point. Yes. So as soon as our ambassador ads get turned back on, uh, new ads because you know there, yes. there are new ad roles that we have to do anyway. Anyway, I mean, we have like we have like twenty, thirty of them in the bank already. I mean, they're just waiting mm -hmm. to jump out of Mike's hard drive into your ears. Mm -hmm. And I know what you're thinking out there, Mike. <laughs> you do the post production every goddamn episode for 443 episodes why can't you wow. just insert ads into the <laughs> shut up shut up you shut your mouth maybe gonna... we just need to do that and just say it's for spotify like the greatest podcasting service slash streaming music service of all time oh ab absolutely adam it's the greatest and if you haven't hopped on you're not my friend you know okay. i'll get there someday <laughs> someday i'll be there when i'm cool like you cool cool kids out there yes do you want to be cool like us folks well check it out we are listening to these four songs in the greatest songs in the world let's jump right into it and uh there's only one way to get us there that's for friends of the show jb and kg uh <laughs> I always forget it. <laughs> but why don't you take it away, my boys? And we said nay. We are but men.
Hey, isn't it great that Jack Black is having a little bit of a renaissance here with his hit new song, Peaches, 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 Peaches. And it's like, it, it's maddening. It's maddening to hear people being like, oh man, this new song by Bowser is so funny. Like, I want to, it's so funny. Like, it's almost like, like people don't know that there's 20 freaking years of hilarious music. Not, not 20 years. There's literally like three albums. But there's still yeah. so much, including the transition song of this segment. Correct. It's a lot more X-rated here it's, and there. It sounds that peaches like song. Adam's going to be bringing Bowser's Peaches to a future episode of uh, Greatest Song of All Time. Uh, and I have to say here, right at the top, <sighs> uh, don't do it. It's not actually a very good song. It's just a, just a whatever song that makes five-year-olds laugh. That's it. Yeah. Okay. It's just a funny song that unfortunately has gone uber popular. Mm-hmm. And it's like, there's there's music videos now. Erica knows about it. I mean, it's just like, it's <laughs> well, amazing. And Erica everybody's looking at me like- saw it at the movie theater. <laughs> Everybody's looking at me like, oh, that was Kung Fu Panda. Like nobody has any idea. Like the history that that is behind this incredible artist, Shallow Hal. Come on. Where are you people? I was, you know, uh, you know, just not not related to anything. I was just thinking about Jack Black a couple weeks ago. And I was just thinking about him. I'm like, you know, like we should, right? We all should. (laughs) Like I was just thinking about him. He's like, dude, what a what an awesome dude. Like he's just this dude who just loves making people laugh. You know, not all of his movies are masterpieces, but like every time he's Correct. in a movie, he's shallow just Hell. like <laughs> shallow. How maybe hasn't aged the best, right? No, but, <laughs> but, uh, but you know, like he just, he's just a silly dude who likes making people laugh. He's just a little class clown, not hurting anybody, you know, and we got a lot yeah. of knock on wood, <laughs> but like, he's and 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 like i follow him on instagram too he's just like doing silly things and like he's he's never trying to hurt anybody's feelings he's just being a little clown and like exactly jack black's like a gift to the world and we should protect i know i don't remember if he was in the cable guy first or there was that other movie with john cusack where they all worked in a record store but those were like right around the same time which kind of like started his career yeah um, jack well cable guy was 96 i don't remember when that other movie yeah. was i want to say high, it was like high fidelity maybe yeah. is it called high fidelity maybe i think you're right yeah something like that but yeah i mean and he's even though he's not like the main character he's still like the highest uh you know he's the, the guy most that memorable you person in there man yeah. yeah that was in 2000 so that oh. was like many years later i know so, that's the most 1993 fucking movie i've ever seen it came out in the exactly. year 2000 <laughs> I guess so. Crazy. So, and then someday Mike will watch Tenacious D in the Pick of Destiny. Um, when he's ready, he's just not ready for it yet. I maybe guess. I'll just, maybe I'll watch it on the plane. I don't know. I know. And if you like that Peaches song, then you probably like that movie. <laughs> I, I don't like that Peaches song. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, if you hate that Peaches song, then you want to hear him do funnier music. Uh, you'd like that movie a lot. Good say. It's the, Good or- say. Yeah. the, or- the origin story of Tenacious D. Um, <laughs> You know, those of us who have, you know, created music for humorous sake, like maybe to watch movies. About I've I've never made humorous. humorous music. I only make serious music for serious emos. Okay. Fuck you and fuck your parents, son. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Makilla ruining our lives forever. Adam, as we as we stated at yes. the top of the show, we've got a roller coaster of emotion and uh, and music genres to get through. For the we this week, for this month's rendition of greatest song in the world, uh, how do we want to start this? It's, it's hard to say. Like, do we want to start 
on the, 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 the slower emotional end? Do we want to start like on a on a high chaotic end and just go up and feel, down like that? I feel high and chaotic first. You want to do high and, and chaotic? Then, and then end on the sad. All right. Well, then, that gives me a great idea. Let's start with uh, the submission by our friend of the show, Daniel. Now, uh, you know, we, 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 put, we put out the submission last week. Like, hey, anybody on Discord want to uh, submit a song? Help make, the, help make the episode a little bit better. And, uh, you know, bless you guys. Bless your hearts. You guys really, you know, put out uh, some songs out there. You really do help make our show better by, uh, by doing this. And, uh, you know, uh, we got two submissions from two of our listeners. Uh, and we're going to start off with this one. Daniel submitted the song. Oceans 8 Alaska with the song Conver- uh, Covert. This is off Covert. of their second album uh, co- uh, from 2017. Hickory. 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 Hickory, Hickory Farms. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but, uh, what do you know about Oceans 8 Alaska, Adam? I only remember seeing uh, guys wearing the shirts at shows that we were going to not see Oceans 8 Alaska. And so mm-hmm. they got the memo, you don't wear the shirt of the band you're going to see. You wear some other random shirt. Yes. That makes Adam go like, what are you doing wearing a shirt of a band that's not even here tonight? Right. Kid. Because if you wear 15 year old. a shirt, if if you wear a shirt of a band you sing that makes you lame... That makes you that guy. Don't be that guy who wears the shirt of the band you're seeing. Even uh, that's what every- Jeremy Piven said in that movie, and uh, apparently it's something you run with. <laughs> apparently you make a whole personality about that, and then... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about this band otherwise, except that I assume they are metalcore. With a name... I assume... Made Alaska. Yes. You're, 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 that's either the headline of like some climate change, uh, like climate <laughs> crisis. That, right. That, it's right around the corner. Like the ocean will eat Alaska three, one day. Three million dead. The ocean yeah. ate Alaska. Right. The ocean <laughs> ate Alaska. Or it's some hard, it's some like metalcore band. Uh, yeah. Just like yes. you. I, this is a band I think I've like stumbled across, may have seen a music video or heard a single every now and then just because they're one of those bands that tour with bands that I like. Uh, you know, obviously the song Covert. One of Daniel's favorite songs of all time. Uh, how about we uh, jump in and let the listeners uh, hear for themselves if they haven't heard the song before? Uh, because you know, prior to Daniel submitting this, this is this wasn't a song I was familiar with. Uh, so let's jump into "Covert" by Oceans Eight Alaska.
I'm having heart palpitations. Is this is this normal? <laughs> that was a pretty rockin' heavy song, and it sounded exactly like I thought it would, even though I had never heard this band before. It is, yeah. So you know, you go into this expecting like a, a metalcore song, pretty chaotic, right? There's like some like cool groovy shit in here. Like there's like some stuff that like it, it, the, the ebbs and flows are really cool. Um, I don't know if this song, if I like this song enough to check out the whole. Uh, album Hickory Farms, uh, but uh, <laughs> this is what our friend Daniel has to say about this song. Oceans Eight Alaska are a band I have a hut of a rough relationship with, as I hate their debut album and think oh. their 20, 2022 album is a hot mess. But this mm. album, Hikari, and this song specifically are them at their best. Their mix of poppy metalcore and straight deathcore meld beautifully with some beautiful cleans in the pre-chorus and chorus as well as some absolutely filthy breakdowns. I would definitely Real. describe that fuck the one in the the one on the bridge especially as fucking filth. Like the kind of like oh <laughs> I feel sweaty all of a sudden. <laughs> this is the first song I've submitted that I really don't pay attention to the lyrics much. It's a standard mm. post breakup song. The song here is solely because of a god tier vocal and music musical performance everyone oh it's everyone owes it to themselves to check out this song as it is the greatest song in the world i definitely got to agree with his points on there about like the the vocal performance like i'm really impressed on both like the the clean vocals and the scream vocals they are quite uh they 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 are quite good it seemed like a fun a fun track again 33 minutes of that for, the, for that mm-hmm. album, I don't know if I'd want to jump in there too much. Yeah. Especially with a band that he has admitted that his debut album is rough. Uh, right. And, I mean, but, I mean, this is like the only album of theirs, actually, that has like uh, a singer that is no longer in the band. So like the mm, first album, yeah. the most recent album, like has like the original singer in it. So I don't know. The, the, maybe, maybe it's not not quite the time for us to check out Ocean's 8 Alaska, but I, I, I did like that song. That was a very interesting song, a unique pick from daniel who's submitted uh songs to from every greatest song in the world so far uh def- that one definitely stands out for sure that was pretty good so yeah it was a good introduction but you know i only want to listen to metalcore bands that daniel highly recommends unless mm. they've been it's Barry been a good tomorrow uh, baby yes and Phineas, mm-hmm. those kind of bands this one That's- i think I'll, I'll take my pass on Absolutely. But thank you for the thank you for the song, Daniel. And I hope you guys uh, checked it out. And, and again, if you're listening on Spotify, uh, if you of if, if that song was your favorite of the four we're going to share today, why don't you do a why don't you do a little votey poo in our poll uh, on, on on here? You too can do we, this 
at when are we going to look at the results since i'm not on spotify i can't look at them uh i i actually did do a <laughs> poll when we did our 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 first rendition of a of a, a settle it uh and i, I wanted to get with the, li- the listeners <laughs> view on like what they preferred painkillers or sleep sleepwalkers so i did the poll mm-hmm. on both those episodes round one and round two and guess what the results were painkillers literally 50 50 split Whoa. between the two albums so <laughs> <laughs> interesting interesting how many or votes all, did it get uh eight votes between the two eight. uh okay. two episodes so six on the first one which four was heavily four. which was heavily uh weighted towards painkillers which makes sense because that episode was about painkillers and then uh the next episode was heavily weighted against sleepwalkers <laughs> the the episode we reviewed sleepwalkers so thank you guys nice. for voting in that poll uh, so we're going to do the same thing for this episode as well so go to go down and vote and the winner will uh well, well I'll, I'll get I'll, a shout out from mike I'll, I'll put the song up my butt how about that ah. <laughs> if you need just... to if, that, if that's what you need to do is that what the listeners need from me though i, I only do things for the listener <laughs> i just i just said shout out mike would say like good job listener but no mike wanted to go full on <laughs> full on speaking of full on let's move on to the next submission from one of our <laughs> listeners now, this is a full-on fucking sad ass track man uh this is a song from a band uh biffy claro which was a band that we have talked about before i know that uh, this has been recommended mm. to us before right and we just haven't I, jumped he, into them yet yeah they've been around for a while from what it looks like here too yeah late 90s so they we were got... uh they've been around their first album was 2002 Right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine albums altogether. Ooh. And I don't know which album this particular track is from, though. This particular track, uh, this track is called Many of Many of Horror. This comes off of their album Only Revolutions. This is submitted mm. uh, from our friend uh, Thomas. Thank you very much for again for submitting Thomas, helping to make the show a little bit better. Uh, and this is what. Oh, actually, you know what? Before we talk about it, stupid me. We should have yeah. the listeners listen to it because we've already heard it. Our listeners need to hear it too. This is Biffy Claro with Many of Horror. You say I love you, boy. But I know you lie. I trust you all the same. Till the end of time When we collide We come together 
I'm gonna go cry now. I'm having heart palpitations for a different reason. Now I'm fucking sad. <laughs> now my heart is slowing down. Well, that's because that's because you just sniffed cocaine on, on air. Oh, I sorry. I don't know why you my, did that. My bad. My bad. <laughs> Speed it back up. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> this is what our friend uh, Thomas has to say about the song. Sorry in advance to Adam, and I don't think he has heard much from this band. I've been listening to uh, Biffy's a lot lately, so they are at the forefront of my mind right now. Mm. They are an interesting band, as they started off as a more post-hardcore band before switching up their song, before switching up their sound on 2007's Puzzle. They have a great discography, Mm. but I think this is their best album, Only Revolutions, and this is their best song. The song is about unrequited love and still wanting to be with someone who doesn't love you back. The band creates an epic atmosphere and this on this one, and for me, it hits right in the feels. Most of the time, orchestral elements can be cheesy, but on this song, they just work. Nothing too unique, just a great song. The song is important to me because I began listening to this band around the time I started dating my now wife. It just mm. makes me grateful for her and the life we have together. I went through a lot of pain to get here, but it was all worth it. That's why for me, this song is the greatest song in the world. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed nice. this one. Looking forward to hearing everyone's picks this month. Man, thank you and so much. Yeah, it was the end credits song on Transformers: Dark of the Moon. I knew it. The greatest Whoa. movie of two thousand seven. Eleven. Eleven. Apparently. <laughs> so that's interesting. Yeah, that's um, interesting too. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it's a good song. Don't get me wrong on oh that. Oh my gosh, this song like hits you in the feels right away, man. Yeah. It made me again. Now I'm like, I, I think I want to listen to me some of this Biffy, Biffy mm. Clyro. But that's a lot of albums. I would, uh, I would also I, like to remind you, you, you said many times uh, that yes. you are done <laughs> jumping into yes. fans' massive discographies. And then Daniel hands me five hour long albums, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's like, well, I can't leave these other lingering <laughs> albums laying around. They're gonna and feel bad. There's only nine EPs. There's only nine EPs to figure out. But anyway, Biffy Clyro, on the other hand. I, I wonder, I wonder, since Thomas is the only person we know who has been uh, flating them for the time that we've known him now, mm-hmm. um, are they really that good? I mean, well, it's the song from, is good. The song is really good. He says this is, this is, from his perspective, their best song on their best mm-hmm. album. So yes. maybe check out that album, maybe? Maybe. That's tough to jump right in in the middle for me. You have the power to not listen to everything around it if you don't want I, to. I could if I wanted to. So I'm intrigued and I like to be sad. So maybe the two will come together in a happy, happy, sad sort of way. Yeah. I mean, if we're not sad listening to music, are we really music fans? I don't think so. I don't think so either. It's about, yeah. it's about feelings. Mm-hmm. And what's the best feeling? Sadness. Sadness. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because we're all going to die someday. Yeah. And that's sad. Or Nihilism. is it? Exactly. The, Nihilism the on both ends. <laughs> the answer might surprise you. <laughs> <laughs> More at 11. Adam, we've got some other, we got a couple of tracks that the, we would like to share because we believe these songs are also the greatest song in the world. Uh, you know, we, we started heavy. We got sad a little bit. Do you want to go a little heavy again? Might as well. I, think I like we your should. song a lot. I like my song a lot. That's because it's the greatest song in the world, baby. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, today, you know, uh, because on last week's episode, we, uh, you know, we talked a lot about an album that just had a ten-year uh, anniversary. Oh my god, the passage of time is going to ruin my goddamn life. Uh, but uh, <laughs> the Black is Beautiful, the uh, third album 
the third studio album from the band Let Live, Rest in Peace, Let Live, uh, is about to have <sighs> their 10-year anniversary, too, coming up here in July 9th. Nice. Uh, uh, I mean that 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 album is definitely Let Live's breakout album. You know, so I guess some, maybe some people could argue that Fake History is, but uh, right. I certainly didn't hear about this band until Black is Beautiful. Like this album, like really blew up for them. Uh, I, I, there was there was a big like marketing push for this album too from uh, from Epitaph. You know, made, uh, it, it it made its way to us. I think after we. Did, did, no, did we, well, you, before, you listened right? to it. You listened to it in 2013. Okay. You mentioned it briefly on our best ofs episode. You're like, oh, this honorable mention band, The Black is Beautiful by Let Live. Like this is a, this is an up and coming band. You know, got got like some Rage Against the Machine elements. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see where this band goes. And then that's it. And we never <laughs> talk about them again until like. I don't think we listened to them until 2015 when we were going to that show. They're opening for Taking Back Sunday. Um, It is currently my number 28 album of all time, just for the record. (laughs) Uh, And and currently my number one album of 2013. It overtakes Rise by Skylet Drive and Sempaternal. I know. By that little band we talked about last week. Mm -hmm. So, yes, when you were going to pick a song from this album, I was like, Fuck yes, please. Oh my God, yes. And, uh, you know, re-listening to this album, uh, you know, th- during this past week, just the, in preparation for this week's episode, just to kind of acclimate myself to, because there's a lot of heavy themes in this album as a whole, a lot of, you know, talk of like systematic racism, a lot of talk about mm. the rise of fascism, you know, back uh. in like fucking 2013, right? Looks like some mm. people, some people are aware of that shit before all of us. Yeah. <laughs> fascism, the hits. <laughs> but uh, uh, the song I'm choosing uh, today uh, is definitely a song that I think hits multiple different uh, t- uh, subject matters all at once definitely like hits that cult personality vibe very well because we are still reeling from like uh you know cult like the the symptoms of a cult of personality uh to this day uh this is the song younger track seven on the album hits you right there in the middle dude it's it's a it's a funky fucking song it is a it is a heavy song it is an emotionally resonant song it is a song that still 10 years later is uh is culturally relevant so if you haven't heard the song if you haven't heard this album, what, what, what are you doing listening to us? Just fucking go listen to the album. Like, turn this off exactly. now on Spotify. Turn this off. <laughs> then come back after you've told like 10 of your friends to subscribe <clears throat> on Spotify. And then yes. <laughs> we will re-listen to the song together, but you're going to listen to it first. This is Younger by Let Live. i 
get tired of that song oh my god it's one of it again all time greats baby and i say let's just fucking play that goddamn song again oh it's Take too it away, good brian j johnson on bass mm. so yeah i mean like the 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 musicianship it has like this rawness to it it just has this like funky bass kind of like it's almost jazzy how the bass just kind of like flows through the the, the 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 right the the rage against the machine kind of vibes also in the background like the, mm-hmm. the the charisma that jason butler is just oozing with every single line dude and you know and then of course i talked about like the lyrical themes here this song really talks about how how somebody with such a cult of personality has so much power that uh, at their fingertips that they can control people control their thoughts control the way that they think the way that the way that they vote and the way that they treat people you know and how dangerous that is right does that remind you of any motherfucker in in in, in particular no. no not not me neither that's that no. it's a good thing we 13 we didn't have to worry about those kind of things in the <laughs> in the before times exactly right <laughs> but uh yeah we're, we're still to this day i mean suffering from that and there's so many fucking copycat politicians out there like trying to copy that sort of thing that motherfucking trump is like opened the Pandora's box and like shown how easy it is to control people and control their thoughts in the way that they think. You just have to say, you just have to say fucking things that will appease them and boom, they're like right at your fingertips, right? And and not only that, but like this song is just so fucking catchy and funky fresh like and, and it's like it's understated. There's like an understatement to it too where like the, the, the guitars are definitely there but they're not like the the forefront of the song like they're, the, the, the guitars are more like driving the song more than anything and like it's, this is all jason butler dude jason butler is just like his screams are carrying it his right here like the understated like whispering is just and it, it, it's almost ironic too because like he's he's talking about like the the, the dangers of a cult of personality but like his personality is really shining through here and um yeah, and, and and it's it's there's a, there's a hint of irony in that too. So I I just think that overall this song just it's everything that you need to know about like the black is beautiful and gives you like a taste of like what kind of band Let Live is as a whole. It, what song I is agree. your favorite on this album? Man? <laughs> oh man, um, I know uh, first three tracks. <laughs> 
The first three tracks, the last three tracks. Oh my god. All of them. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those albums, right? It's just one of those yeah. albums that just like it's hard to pick and, and no matter what you pick, like no matter who you are out there, if you've heard this album, no matter what your favorite song is on this album, you're right. You're right. They're all great. <laughs> Oddly enough, no songs from this album on my best songs list. Surprisingly. This, this is just an amazing 43-minute song. And the song oh, wait, sorry. Like, White America's Beautiful Black Market, my number nine song of, of 2013. Fucking great song, dude. Fucking great song. I know. I yeah. Know. And, you know, and, and, and all of that is just to say that, like, Younger by Let Live really is the greatest song in the world. It very much might be. Mm. Some could argue that it is. Some could. I definitely <laughs> am. But, uh, yeah, man. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, 10 year anniversary is coming up right around the corner. You know, go listen to some Let Live if you haven't already. Just four, four albums. You know, maybe you can skip that first one. Uh, but, you know, if you want to get like the full, like, oh, man, start at fake history and just go forward. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that first album is what it is. I think it's I think it's got a great energy to it. Like, a lot of cool lyrical themes, too. It's a little too chaotic uh, for for my for my taste. But, you know, if I do listen to that album, like I'm listening to it strictly for the lyrical themes. That's about it. That's right. So, um, yeah. I, I, what's going to become of that band? I feel like they're going to get back together one of these days. I think it's but inevitable, I what, right? I don't know what Jason's doing. Well, Jason is point. no longer. Well, I think because uh, Fever three 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 ended around him. Well, they haven't really ended. Like the, the 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 two other members of that band left, but that band is still active, according to Jason Butler. He's just going to be getting other people because okay. he's like the main creative force, really. Like the other guys are, we're just really like kind of background musicians. Like the bassist, oh no, the, the guitarist, he was in Let Live, so like you know he and he and Jason have a history. Mm. So, um, but it, it was it was strange. Was it this year or last year when they just announced that breakup? October, October of 2020. Both when of they them got... announced they were leaving. Yes. Oh, okay. Yikes. So, so we haven't heard anything for six months now. Yeah. Like, nothing at all from Jason Butler, at least. So I don't know. I don't follow him on, on the tweets like you do. Yeah. But... I mean, the last thing we heard about him from last thing I heard from him was that he just kind of responded to the, uh, to the announcement that the other guys were leaving the band, uh, promised that fever three, three, three was going to continue. Um, and that's about it. So, okay. Um, I don't know. Ho- hopefully we'll hear more music from Jason Butler uh, going forward. Uh, he's definitely a unique voice, uh, and he's got a lot to say. Absolutely. Uh, if you, I mean, speaking of Fever, Fever 333, definitely go check out that band as well. Kind of the spiritual successor to Let Live. Um, but I think it is inevitable. You think you're right. I think Let Live will have some sort of reunion at some point. It's, I, I think so. I mean, they've been broken up since, what, 2017 now? Mm-hmm. Five years. Yeah, it's it, it's about that time. Almost mm-hmm. six. Yeah, yeah so. you're right. All right. That is why your song is the best and... When we move on to my song to bring yeah. us down. Man. <laughs> we'll get sad on that again, happy folks. Note, on that happy note, let's let's end on a bummer. Mm, this this is definitely a great song too what, on a great what's album. What's better? What's better than being happy? Being fucking miserable about your <laughs> fucking relationship. Yep. So <laughs> and so, I mean, you guys bring in very unknown, well, unknown. I mean, like relatively less popular stuff mm-hmm. and then i bring in a song that is relatively less popular 
But still, this album went four times platinum. Correct. Now, <laughs> on one of the, if Biffy Clyro no. ever went four times platinum, it would be like like national news. Yeah. <laughs> Biff, band Biffy Clyro has broken into the Billboard 200 <laughs> and marked themselves as number one for multiple years. <laughs> yes. So I, I always think like, oh man, I'm going to bring a song that that people haven't heard and then i read up on the albums and i'm like oh this 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 album sold like seven million copies granted it was 23 years ago yeah before most of you guys were born (laughs) yep (laughs) but to be fair like this album might be like a multi-million dollar selling album but this song is understated this song wasn't one of the big singles it's not bent it's not if you're gone you know this is a great this is a, a great song a great understated song on a very popular album that so I think I will, most of our listeners probably haven't heard. To be fair, right? Because you know we 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 forget about Brian Fallon's influences all the time. So let's always we got to bring them up more often. And I believe that Rob Thomas and Matchbox Twenty had to have been a huge part of of what he took in, even though he like knows all these underground artists that influenced mm-hmm. him quite a bit. There's no way that he was not listening to Mad Season in the year 2000. Oh, absolutely. You know, cultivating his, his, his ability to write music when he was 20 years old, just like I was, you know, yeah. like again, 2000, you got your Lincoln parks, your limp biscuits, your corns, your creeds. I mean, name shitty band that <laughs> nobody wants to listen to now. And you got it. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and I wasn't, I wasn't cool though. Remember I wasn't cool in the year 2000. I, I liked, matchbox 20s first album that came out in 96 mm-hmm. so i've been like listening to that one for four years at that point so when i heard that they were going to have a new album and this was after rob thomas went interstellar with the santana song mm-hmm. i was very excited about this album now did i have anybody in the entire world to explain my excitement to besides maybe my mom no, <laughs> I just like yeah, guys. The new corn album's pretty good. I, I'll, maybe I'll buy it someday. I don't know. Um, but then she released, and I hadn't again hadn't discovered the grunge music that would infiltrate me. Hadn't discovered Brian Fallon's music because it hadn't been created yet. So mm-hmm. when you're he in was, a pre, he was still out there gaslighting <laughs> girls to to get yes. inspiration for his future music. <laughs> so when you think of a pre Brian Fallon world, this this is what constituted great songwriting in that same vein for that time period. So the Mad Season album became just one of those albums that like I just kept on going back to and I had it in my car for a very, very long time. And I would listen to it over and over again. And at this point, I had several albums that I would listen to over and over again that I really didn't like a lot of the songs. But for some reason, this one like just stuck with me. There's only a handful of albums that were like good from the beginning to the end. Mm-hmm. Now, the rest of the culture did not feel this album was so good at the time. Felt that Matchbox 20 was just like a poser, post-grunge band that uh, didn't deserve a lot of a lot of people's attention. This album got pretty poor reviews from what I'm reading here. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. and Middling, yeah. Like, kind, of, kind of like mixed to, mixed to lesser, right? Yes. Because it was just like, oh, they're not doing anything new or, or different or interesting. And I look at this compared to their first album and compared to what else is popular at the time and just being like, well, this is new and different and interesting to me, 19 year old man <laughs> who's like rocking the chili peppers. And now this, this new uh, matchbox 20 album. So 
There are three songs on this album that I feel enter best song in the world status. And I mm-hmm. had to go back and re-listen to this album a few times to finally figure out which one I was going to talk about first. Mm. I know you like Crutch a lot. Yes. Track three. That song that is was amazing. Song. Oh. Yeah. And um, pretty much from there on, I mean, uh, last uh, uh, If You're Gone, the big hit single mm-hmm. is like my, I still hate that song. I hated it in 2000 and I still hate it now. It's mm. like one of their biggest hits and it is like the most boring it- ass sad love song ever is it just because it's kind of rote it, it feels kind of rote whereas okay. i know at the end of the album like you're hitting even more emotional and the hooks are better and the the emo the, the emotion is just there like if you're gone is more like a happy like oh you're not here anymore like it's yeah. got horns in it for crying out loud it's like <laughs> it's not a sad song even though the words are sad but the later half of this album is fucking sad as hell. Yeah. Um, it's doing the Brian Fallon thing. It's disguising exactly. a, a sad song and a happy song. <laughs> and so when I was going deep with this album and American slang, I feel again, this album has the same like rise and fall that American slang has where it starts mm. out like, Hey, there, there, here's some emotionally crushing songs disguised as happy songs. Yeah. And then the last half of the album is just like, Oh, these are not disguised at all. These are emotionally fucking crippling songs. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I mean, rest stop rest stop is a great song. I mean, it's, it's visual. I mean, it's like basically one of them telling the other one to like, okay, you, you got to get out of this car and go, I'm done yeah. with you. So it's a whole song about that. You won't be mine. The closer got like this beautiful piano with this like huge orchestral background. Obviously the song is about not being able to find your true love. Mm-hmm. And then you got bed of lies, mm. which I, I opted to talk about first because I think this is the most unique song on this album especially the way it kind of opens with the acapella kind of stuff yeah. and where the music is very secondary to the vocals and the words, but it still ends epically. So I guess we'll just, we should just throw it on and we'll we talk should. about it afterwards. All right. Well, let's, let, 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 let's pop it on. So, you know, especially if you haven't heard this album, this might be your first introduction to this song. Uh, this is uh, bed of lies by matchbox 20. No, I would not sleep. In this bed of lies So toss me out And turn in And there'll be no rest For these tired eyes I'm marking it down To learn And I am I don't think that I could take another empty Got needs and they're only of 
already tingly. I'm already tingling everywhere. I know <laughs> that, 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 that when I listened to this album uh, a couple of years ago, like that's one of, that was one of the songs that gave me like chills. Mm. Fucking lyrical themes, dude. And I this is I just listened to it right now. Let's listen to it again because it didn't give me chills enough. Mm. Do it. Give it to mm. me. Again, it's track 10. Mm. It's way at the bottom of the album. After it you've is. already kind of been through some stuff, you know, you've been through some happy songs, you've been through some, <laughs> isn't this crazy? This mad season we're in. <laughs> and I, I do one, love like the way it kind of starts with that, that kind of like uh, that, 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 that piano organ. Right. Rhodes great. organ. Yeah. Rhodes that, piano, maybe. That, 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 great, great way to set the ambiance and the, and the atmosphere for this heavy song. Right. And I think the producer, Matt Serletic, he was the one that kind of did a lot of the, the music on this one. Mm. Um, but again, you're, you're, you're coming out of all those interesting songs, including Bent, which was the first single. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this one just like, like takes on a whole different feel that you, you, can't, you can't describe when you're listening to it without the rest of the music like yeah. it definitely stands out and it i don't know gets your attention yeah and, and, and you're definitely spot on there with like you know how this song is so unique especially right here at track 10 and this feels like a song that a band like this would have made like an album four or five you know this would have yeah this isn't this isn't scream second studio album from one of the biggest rock bands right. in the world uh, at this right. point right like i can you take these lyrics and you give it to someone like brian fallon they would they would like fit right at home with him so like those those uh those um comparisons to him and his uh songwriting skills has he ever mentioned rob thomas or matchbox 20 at all i don't think so i know rob thomas did his own rendition of here's looking at you kid like mm-hmm. that's on youtube yeah so like it just it made me realize how much like brian fallon reminds me of these really good matchbox 20 albums yeah and amidst everything else that is the brian this um, does seem like it would be like right up his alley too like because like oh yeah there's, there's so much like gaslight anthem like similarities in this album in particular too like there's right. there's like there's that kind of grungy poppiness to it i mean like vocally they kind of sound similar as well too right they have that same kind of like where are these guys from are are they east coasters i think uh orlando florida orlando florida east coast i guess but uh yeah um but yeah so they have a very similar like uh aesthetic very very similar like vocal style um, and like lyrical themes too, you know. There's there's a lot of stuff in here that like Gaslight Anthem would definitely take their own, and and uh, right. we would be we would go gaga over. And I just these these choruses just like hit so well. Like this 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 verse pre-chorus chorus builds so well, even though it's like such a soft song, nonetheless. And slowly building too. Like like we 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 started just with that Rhodes piano. The guitar slowly started swelling in, and now like the full band is in here now and it's we, we we built 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 and now it seems just like we're all we're all in musically on this song yep. and, it, and it's just it's just great build up right and you know i've never been through a terrible breakup 
I don't know if that means I'm better at relationships than other people, but that's true. Yeah, <laughs> mental health expert Adam Gord over here. I mean, some could say, but um, you know, you can still put yourself into the the character, of course, being discussed here. And I know, like, this whole album is about his divorce and subsequent finding of his super attractive Latina wife that's in the Santana video. But this this, this relationship is not good. <laughs> you can yeah. you know, and. And it fell apart as soon as he got famous. Um, so, it, but the, and then it's all just like manifested in this in this album. So you know, like again, that's the American slang vibe of it here. Yeah, you so, literally and, just described yeah. American slang. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, he got much more popular. Yeah, in, in, in theory. And I, I love some of the stories behind this. Even the videos, like first off, the bent video. Um, I mean. I love the, the cinematography of that of that music video. That's a yeah. great, cinematically great music video. And obviously, this came out after he got super big with Santana. So, the band obviously had a not wonderful reaction to him getting super popular, kind mm-hmm. of without them. So, you know, a lot of tension. This band's got a lot of tension. They're often fighting with each other in the studio. Well, but, I, but the bent video is all the guys in the band randomly walking up to Rob Thomas as he's like scuffling through the street and like like beating him yeah <laughs> till eventually like the guitar player is like stomping him on the ground yeah <laughs> and, and basically like that, that that was exactly what they wanted it to be it was like let's just take all of that aggression and put it into this video and and they went for it so it worked out exposure <laughs> and <even> therapy the, <laughs> and the, the mad season video is so cool i don't know if you've seen that one i i don't know i'd have to rewatch okay. it again this was they're, 23 they're, years they're, ago they're, so they're like get, getting off a plane, you know, they got the sunglasses on, they're all, they're all dressed up nicely. They're all wearing, um, a, a chain around their neck with a sign that says rock star on it. And so they're like getting off of a, a private plane. The crowd is, is on the tarmac going wild. And they're just like, Oh yeah. And it's all, it's like all in slow motion. And this, the video has nothing to do with the song. And then they slowly like, you know, go down and they're waving to the crowd and they get in the limo and eventually like the crowd breaks the barricade and is like, pressing themselves up against the limo and the band's yeah. like freaking out again, all slow motion. It's a really bizarre kind of thing. Eventually the crowd breaks into the limo. Hell yeah. And, and it goes and wreaks havoc. And, and all they're doing is pulling off the rock star sign off of the guys. And then the crowd just dissipates. Oh. And, the, and, the, and the closing of the, like, is just them in the limo by themselves and nobody's there. <laughs> the crowd, it's so fucking cool. There's it's just like so much projection. It, it, in that. Oh my yes. god! <laughs> like that's all they wanted was just like the sign. Like all the fans that get the signs are just like, Wah! like in the camera, like with their little rock star signs, and the band is alone. <laughs> oh my god! It's Rob Thomas's friends. <laughs> right, right. I'm I'm gonna leave now. <laughs> so thank you for bearing with me with that um again this might have been your guys's mom's favorite album in 2000 that's true um, they might have still been rocking it in 2006 when you were when you were getting born. your diaper changed born so um <laughs> yeah so so tell me if if it was but it resonated with me because of that because it's just it a great is song. the the greatest song in the world that's what i that's i've just been waiting for that for like however many <laughs> minutes excuse thank, me thank you for muting yourself beautiful times so there we go may is in the books Mm. i got more for next month oh my god um yeah i have to i have to really 
dig deep for the next one here. Oh, dude, you got like a list of like 80, don't you? I have a list of 39. Oh, okay. Well, we've got enough to last us for the rest of our goddamn lives. So I know, I know. There's a lot of the same band here, though. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> cheating, cheating. No, I, no I'll, probably, I'll probably take like six months off before I throw in like a repeat band or album. Oh, yeah. That, 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 that. That, that's what I love about this segment, too, is that like there's so much songs from like a single artist that we have too that we can just you know we can wait forever until we bring them up again especially when we get more more listeners who subscribe on spotify, spotify. by the way yeah so you know we want uh, you yeah so so you know, so those of you who checked out this uh episode which i think is all of you why would you come in at like 50 something minutes <laughs> but uh, anyway. like i don't want to hear them talk about their songs i just want to hear their <laughs> shitty reviews yeah i need to know what mike thought about as everything unfolds uh but uh, uh but yeah it, it, go, go vote in the in the poll below on spotify and then let us know what your favorite song was on uh on this this month's rendition of greatest song in the world and uh, if you would like Real to quick. submit one yes oh yes oh mad season the album uh my number 83 album of all time so I wanted to throw that out there. And it does hold up, by the way. I, I, I checked out this song a couple, or checked out this album a couple of years ago. I checked out uh, a lot of albums from Matchbox Twenty at Adam's request, and uh, they, they they do hold up to twenty some odd years later. They are Man, they are fantastic. Twenty three years. Okay, cool. Good God. But uh, yeah, so uh, if you would like to submit uh, a, a track, if you, if you like, hey, what, a, what a cool format we get to we get to talk about like individual songs uh, for for however many however long it is, you can do so uh, by two ways. You can check us out over on our Discord, which is linked below, and then you can just submit uh, your song over there uh, to the Skinny Podcast, which is me, uh, or you can just simply send us an email if you don't like Discord or you don't want to if you have like zero space on your phone for any more apps you can also email us over at the skinny with mike and adam at gmail.com which is also linked down below so we hope to we hope, we hope to get you guys uh submitted and uh, we we had a lot of participation in our april episode so uh we'd love to get some more uh and keep this and, and keep the conversation going keep the segment going and uh keep keep our bills paid you know we gotta and, and let, our, let let your friends keeping that, the lights on around oh my god here. Can't you see? All we, the lights are uh, off. The only glow in this room is off of my fucking shiny face. <laughs> Nobody asked you to shave, Mike. It's just yeah. this was a mistake. It really was. I, I really, after after having after being scruffy for a couple of years now, like this clean shave look, I don't like it. I know. It looks like you've already grown back the mustache just since we started yeah, recording. A little bit. It's coming yeah. back. Yeah. yeah, it's all that lit live I've been listening to. Oh no, it was oh. Ocean's Eight Alaska. It was so fucking heavy yes. that like it grew back my facial hair. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, we haven't just been listening to the greatest songs in the world. We've been listening no. to some other songs as well. I remember. Do we want to talk about the Deer Hunter first? Since yeah. we have a lot of them to discuss. <laughs> it, it's, it's one of those bands I feel like that you're just going to bring up every week until we die because they have that much material. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I only have two more weeks. Now, how f however far you want to go with it is yet to be determined. <laughs> yes. But I do have some Deer Hunter that I've been listening to this past week as well. Okay. Um, so yeah, uh, the, the, the yellow, green, and blue EPs, definitely the strongest of the six so awesome. far. Okay. Well, the yellow and green EP, I think, are great. They're they're a little bit more in my wheelhouse. I mean, this this is the psychedelic rock one for the yellow. 
psychedelic and pop rock. And yeah, I mean, if you grew up listening to like the oldies on the oldie station, like these songs are just like a modern version of that kind of music. I have no idea how to describe it, but when you listen to it, you're like, oh yeah, this is psychedelic pop rock. Like, so <laughs> like if you just, the you just Doors know. was around today, like the not Doors even was around in 2011, but more of the poppy Doors stuff, right? More. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, I guess you could throw like "Light My Fire" into that mix. Like, it's it's more accessible with like. I don't know. I, I don't know how else to describe it really, but it feels like it's for just fun sixties rock songs. Interesting. That, uh, <clears throat> yeah. So this was like the, I, I think the biggest change thus far, um, of Which is the good entire that's color like spectrum. Your, that's been your main like criticism is that like, these don't sound like they push any genre one way or another. Really. Right. Right. And again, it is just amazing. And I would, I, I can imagine the creative process for this being just, I don't know, beyond words. Cause I can imagine them using so many different types of instruments and recording styles and amps just to like get these different kinds of sounds. And then I'm like, Oh, Hey, that was a fun 17 minutes. Anyway, moving on. Like <laughs> we're never going to do so, that genre ever again. <laughs> moving on. Yeah. So, I mean, I, 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 I love what this band keeps on pushing themselves to do. Um, it's like, eventually you think he'd want to just kind of sit down and make albums that are like the migrant album that are just kind of like there and not interesting, but he doesn't. So um, the green EP is the, folk slash country one which again i thought these four tracks were really good it's not like honky tonk kind of country it's just like deer hunter doing soft acoustic songs with some pedal steel some guitar slide guitar back. here and there yeah yeah it's like wow and it's not even like that prominent you can just like oh yeah it is kind of back there it does give it a little country flavor so i mean so yeah green ep i thought was great as well the blue ep is not not so good this oh. is the soft rock slash uh experimental rock this one was definitely a lower end of uh it feels like like i don't know like the water ep from thrice but just mm. not as good <laughs> it's just got like that very very soft subdued like just, you feel like you're just on an ocean going nowhere <laughs> for 15 minutes or so <clears throat> so i can't recommend that one very much but still it, it's it's not a huge uh, undertaking to listen to it. And I'm sure you've um, mentioned this. There's no overall story that these are following, right? They're just songs. I don't songs. think so. I, I haven't, again, jumped into the lyric genius side of things, and I'm sure those people figured out a theme. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, those nerds. <laughs> yeah. Right now I'm just trying to absorb the styles and, and if I like the music first. <laughs> so moving on to the last three, the Indigo EP, which is all electronic music which is pretty cool sounding so far. Mm. doesn't sound like there's any, like any instruments. It's purely just like, let's make something on a computer. Yeah. Bleeps and bloops kind of stuff. <clears throat> and then you got your violet EP, which is going back to the Baroque pop kind of thing, which sounds like, like early deer hunter stuff. Yeah. So I'm enjoying that so far. And then the white EP is just, it's almost like, well, we got four tracks left over that are kind of normal, normal rock songs that could have fit 
on the black, red, orange, or blue EP, really. This but, is the contractually <laughs> obligated EP? <laughs> it has to be in sets of three. It's a very <laughs> Jason Butler kind of thing going yeah. on here. So the yeah, so the white EP, alternative rock slash progressive rock. It just sounds like normal rock as far as I can tell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I'm just enjoying that. These ones are all about 15 minutes each. And I think I'll finally be finishing up this band. There's like one other EP somewhere in the mix. I might throw on, but we'll see. I think it's well, what called. Else, what else do you have after this? Yeah, just that one EP that it's called oh. All Is As All Should Be oh, okay. <laughs> from 2017. And it's like a 25 minute EP. So uh, I might listen to that, but I'm, 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 I might be ready to move on. And then you're done never listening to a band's discography ever again, right? I would like to be, but some people <laughs> don't let that happen. <laughs> Biffy Clyro. <laughs> uh, I uh, took your recommendation from last week and checked out the Indigo Child and uh, the follow-up to that storyline-wise, I guess, at least Antimai. Uh, Antimai. Uh, so I listened to those like back-to-back pretty much. I, was, I listened to that as basically like a full album. Uh, and, uh, hmm. and you know, Indigo Child is what it is. Like you said, it's just a soundtrack to the short film, which I did not have time to check out. I, I kept meaning okay. to, and like I didn't. <laughs> but, but I guess I'll have to throw that in uh, here. I, but I the, think... I think you yeah need to know the themes first and then jump into the short film. Yeah. And then just sit there and go, okay. I get it. <laughs> I, I think I get this. <laughs> I, don't mean, I like, see where it might be going. <laughs> but at least with Antimai, like they are not shy about like there's there's no subtlety in the lyrical themes of Antimai at all. Like it, it is right. just describing the e- economic situation of like each of the rings in the in this yeah, post apocalyptic really... society. Like I don't think I care for the songs all that much, but I like the idea a lot. Yeah. So and lyrically it seemed cool, but yeah, it still is like a five out of eight to me. My favorite song on here was Ring Four Patrol. I, I think that one like musically oh, yeah. that, is really interesting. Cool. I think I, yeah. I I love like the of course the lyrical themes too. Like it's 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 done within the perspective of like the security team and how they and how they abuse their power and how they can yes. get away with like anything that they want and you know does that power. remind you of any other country? It in was the world? it was a perfect song to to be written in. Yeah the post 2020 world. Yeah, sure was like, man. Like he just, he just kind of went for it and was like everything wrong. And at the same time, like going deep with like the emotional side of it mm-hmm. of like, well, I never really wanted this, but now yeah. that I got it, it's pretty fucking cool. So yeah. power! <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a powerful song for sure. And it really like mm-hmm. solidifies like the, 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 the dour nature of like what this society is. So, uh, mm. so this coming gets me excited for Sonya. Like, I, yeah. I'm excited to see how this is followed up. I'm kind of interested to see what's going to happen because um, I know they're on tour right now, so I, I I have no idea what future music is is if it's going to come out this year or not, mm-hmm. um, and just kind of where this story is going to go, how mm-hmm. many parts it's going to be, or like what. There's not really a, like characters yet, except for the Indigo Child, yeah, who's still like this shadowy figure living in a tower somewhere oh you got to know uh, that the, the, the indigo child is going to maybe leave forefront of whatever's coming next they definitely exactly. set it up that way yeah yeah and then like of course the lyric genius stuff picking up on all the little subtleties that you might have missed because they have the time yeah um, that was really fun <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was really fun um to be like like foreshadowing like especially on on track eight on ring ring one the tower mm-hmm. um 
you know, and throwing in like the, the mechanical vocals on top of the regular vocals and yeah. like reading, like, so what is he, you know, trying to imply here? Like, is this actually a real person? Is this not a real person? <laughs> yeah. To me, just like, like it, it, it implied that like, at least the people there have either advanced so far technologically that like AI maybe speaks for them, or maybe they've uploaded their consciousness into AI and this is who they are maybe. now. Like that's why they're revered as like deities or something. Maybe. So, yeah. or they just lost their, hum they're so disconnected from other people that they just lost their humanity. Does that remind right. you of anybody in the Right, world? right. And, the, and ring three, What's that one called? The one with like the, the ruling class. And it's kind of like two different songs. Like half of it is about yeah, luxury. The yeah. The, yeah, luxury. And half of it is like about the politicians. The other half is just about like the rich douchebags. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I don't know. Like just going deeper with that song was so cool on top of it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I just, I, this dude can fucking write. Yeah. Like his lyrics are just so cool. This is what happens when you take a bunch of classes, socio-political classes in college, but like don't yes. get a job in sociology. Right. So you just write a bunch of but music. You're, but you're a very gifted musician. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Best of both worlds. So yeah, dude, what, yeah, cool recommendation. I definitely recommend people check out uh, both of those albums back to back. Uh, and then I will be checking out the, the Indigo Child's uh, short, short film as well. Um, with oh, the, yeah. You know, uh, but we've also been listening to some other stuff too. I guess you. This is the last of the older stuff, right? You've been, but you've also been listening to some Derek Son Sanders. Saunders. Derek. Sanders? Derek Sanders. Derek Sanders, the lead Sander. singer of May, May Day Parade. I thought. I, th I thought that was well known. Nice. I, was, I guess I would have would have told you <laughs> um no i was just looking up mayday parade to see if they were working on a new album since i have them on my drafts this year mm -hmm. mike watch out behind you oh, <gasps> it's my wife human. she's behind me. <laughs> um where was i uh yeah and, and i saw that he had released an ep uh two weeks ago called the heavy box ep mm. and i was like oh hey i'll give that a spin and hey it's Derek sanders doing five acoustic tracks it's exactly what you would expect. It's short. Four out of these five songs are really good. And Jason Lancaster shows up. And Mike, you know what my number 157 album of all time is. Don't is you? It, is it former singer of Mayday Parade, Jason Lancaster's? It is A Lesson in Romantics by Mayday Parade, oh. album number one. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Featuring when Jason Lancaster was in the band. Yeah. And they... And again, masterpiece of an album that it is. Um, up until their last album, they never even came close to, to reaching that level of goodness again. Yeah, interesting. But to listen to, uh, you know, Derek Sanders and Jason Lancaster sing on another sappy love song together. I was just like, I'm in heaven right now. This is this is great. That's awesome. So, uh, yeah, a fun EP if you like Mayday Parade, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. And if you don't like Mayday Parade, Paradier. I think it's still well because I think you like them almost as much as I do. Yeah, <laughs> you know which you know the last album was good, the first album was really good. Yeah, the middle not so much. So I think I think you would like this. Seventeen minutes, it, it yeah. flies by very quickly. Very cool. Um, well, I have to go check that out. Yeah, I, again, yeah. you mentioned Derek Sanders in the thing, and I'm like, who the fuck is Derek Sanders? I don't know. <laughs> fucking, I, I I just refer to him as like that long haired guy from from <laughs> Mayday Parade. <laughs> right well I'll, I'll be more specific in the future i guess <laughs> no problem man. and then um and then yeah you and i both listened wait 
to enter Shikari. Yeah, right? a highly anticipated new album, A Kiss for the Whole World. Uh, this is following up their 2021 or 2020 album. Which one was that? 2020, I believe, was Nothing is True and Everything is Possible. Mm-hmm. And what an album that was. Maybe. Like really moved them forward. Uh, yes, it was April 17th, 2020 was Nothing is True and Everything is Possible. What a, mm, what a fucking interesting album that really propelled this band creatively forward. Yes. Um, so really looking forward to what uh, how they were going to follow that up uh, with this new album. Uh, Kiss for the Whole World yeah. is doing really well in the UK charts. It is number one in the UK, number one in the UK Ooh. rock, number one in the UK indie scene. Uh, and a uh, number and it hasn't charted in the US which tracks <laughs> for this yet <laughs> not until this week it'll come out oh that's sure. true yeah yeah <clears throat> not have those numbers yet but um yeah, yeah man I, I mean we were both anticipating this it's still kind of a dry year as far as music releases go um uh, so how did this one sit with you after a week with it yeah i mean i was expecting more i was expecting more bombast coming out of the last album, but this seemed to be a very scaled back album, especially yeah. coming in at only 33 minutes. I still think it, I think it's only nine tracks altogether. Now, yeah, how this, I would, I would agree. Now, I, I think I have to bring it up to the council, how this goes for my bets, mm. because some of these are songs and some of these aren't, I think they're, all, they're just like kind of one minute transitions. Um, but still, I thought it was pretty good. I like Please Set Me on Fire. Mm -hmm. I like It Hurts. I like Deadwood. I liked Bloodshot. I liked Giant Pacific Octopus. (laughs) And the song. No. Um, So, yeah, for me, it was a a six, maybe a five out of nine. Leap Into the Lightning, like, really stood out to me as well. I thought that was like a, but it is a bit of a standard type of uh enter shikari song it's like a song i would expect them to write but it's a well-written song though i think that's a that, that's a pretty good one as well uh you're right please set me on fire great little opening track uh and uh yeah i, I think it's i think it's a it's a it's a competent album it's, it's, it's not it's not going yeah it, it, it's not going to propel their music forward in the way that nothing is true everything is possible did um but right. you're right i think it is just a bit scaled back uh, and that I f- makes I feel it like a he little... tried to he, he tried to throw in some lyrical Easter eggs that mm. were not interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was back in the Dreamer Hotel. Like, yeah. <laughs> I remember that song. Anyway, on that, that stupid boring album. That was from the last one, I thought. Yeah, my... <laughs> and there's a few other like random little things where I'm like, I remember that, but it, it it's not interesting still yeah and it doesn't do anything unless you're like a super fan of the band right it's like musically it's it's fun to listen to it's like you listen to and you're like well you can tell they probably spent a good amount of time making this album musically Mm -hmm. but it still seems like it's so brisk and missing something (laughs) yeah and and it's hard to kind of pinpoint what it is because like you know we, 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 we've come to really respect Rue Reynolds as a songwriter and a singer and a lyricist. And when you get an album, it's just kind of like, okay, that's less that than cool. my expectations, but like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's competent and it's, and it's, it, 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 it it's kind of rocking here in point. And there's like some, a couple of really good songs, but you know, I, I guess we wanted more than that. So <clears throat> does that make this album a, 
a disappointment? I don't think so. It's just kind of like, cool. Thank you. <coughs> anyway, me. you know what's interesting? Rings of society. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Society's rings. <laughs> Post-apocalyptic societal <laughs> functionings. Yes. So, you know. I hate to throw it into the bottom of the 2023 list, but it's it's in the middle. It it's might be in the a top 30 in the 20s to 30 range for me. Yeah, I can and see this being like fine. from 15 to 20 to me uh, if the rest of the year goes out the way that it's been going, unfortunately. <laughs> um, but yeah, if, if, if that's what it is, then like, hey, why not? And then we got albums for this week. Uh, that's true, but I've also checked out As Everything Unfolds with their oh. new album uh, Ultraviolet, uh, and Ultra. this is the uh, this is this is a female-led vocal uh, metalcore band. I think I believe they're from the UK, uh, and uh, I, this highly anticipated like de- is it debut? I don't remember. I don't know. I don't know anything about fucking bands, but uh, I neither do I. <laughs> but they kind of they, they they kind of been coming. Uh, uh, coming a lot more famous the last couple of years so they had a big ep not too long ago and like this is their follow-up to that uh there are some really good songs on here it's exactly kind of what i expected though i was looking forward to it again it's just one of those things like you you put expectations on something if it doesn't meet those expectations does that necessarily make it a disappointment or is do you just need to keep your expectations in check um if, if i were to recommend this to you i would just i, I don't think that you would you know, rate this pretty highly, so I think you can probably skip it. Um, nobody else really is was... talking about it either. Um, but uh, I, I what think are they called fun. again? <laughs> I keep forgetting. <laughs> Ashes to new what? <laughs> As everything unfolds, which is a kind of a generic name too. It's just one of those As things that you can unfolds. tell that they 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 wrote that name down when they were nineteen, and mm-hmm. they just kind of ran with it. You get it, bro? It's like we're growing up, we're unfolding, <laughs> unfolding. Wow. <laughs> as everything unfolds and oh, no. which I, is it i dropped my lawn my, my folded laundry basket everything's unfolding <laughs> and i watched it happen it was like as everything unfolded i felt sad <laughs> oh my Rawr. god write that down, write that down. <laughs> this, and, and forgive me for forgive my ignorance this is the follow-up to their 2021 album within each lies the other which I did check out like last year. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, this is the, again, just generic name. Whatever. Within each lies the other. Yes, it does. It's like a Yoda thing. Within each other, the all will reach. <laughs> so, you know, anyway, uh, if, if this is your favorite album of the year, okay. I don't know if you and I have a lot in common. Um, but uh, I was just looking forward to this one, and it, it kind of let me Mike, they they were about to subscribe on Spotify. You need to bring people in. Oh my god, dude! Check out the poll down below. <laughs> let me know what your favorite as everything unfolds album is. Ultraviolet is bussing. <laughs> I, I give it three laundry baskets upside down. <laughs> I give it three folded <laughs> underpants out of three. <laughs> anyway any other new stuff this not new stuff but i'll tell you about something that i have been listening to and i gotta say okay. man this is the highlight of my week i gotta Uh-oh. tell you i'm Uh-oh. super duper impressed at taylor swift's 
second album, Fearless. Oh. Now, Uh-oh. I was listening to the Taylor's version, which came out 2021. This is the re-recordings that they that, that she's doing. Uh, she's already she's done Fearless. She's done Red, and I'm sure she's gonna do the other ones from her like her first six albums in her discography. And uh, I I went ahead and listened to this one because from what I'm reading, there are there's very little differences in the original version versus this one she just sounds a little bit older because she is uh and the reason why she did that is so she can get control of her masters it's a whole thing um it's a whole controversy you can read about it on uh, wikipedia so i'm listening to this one and uh beautiful you know going into this one after being like okay you know what the first one I'm 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 happy it wasn't music for Christian white nationalists, which which is what I was worried about. <laughs> this one is kind of it's moving just... more in the radio pop uh, uh, right. direction. This is yeah. love story and you belong with me, which I always thought was the same song. I don't I don't know those two songs apart, unfortunately. <laughs> to be fair, I kind of I, I get I get where you're coming from because like those, <laughs> they sound they sound very similar. Um, but there are some understated songs on here that i am really impressed mm. by the second track here 15 is a mm. very emotional song and it's almost as if she's breaking character uh oh. and 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 what i mean by that is like you know you see a song like love story you see a song like you belong with me and you he, and you see this star-eyed doughy-eyed like you know young girl who's in young love and she's crazy about boys and she just fell in love for the first time so everything's beautiful and you know that's that's the image that i have of this of taylor swift when she's like writing music but 15 especially maybe maybe oh. also listening to taylor's version of it where she sounds a little bit older it almost sounds like a cautionary tale of like yes hey when i was 15 i was so obsessed with like you know, fall in love with the first time, but like, I, I know that was a now. Bad idea. Yeah. Well, it's like I know now that like, hey, I have. I'm gonna have other dreams, and I'm, it make sure not to like drop your dreams for some boy who's gonna forget that he loves you one day. You know. So it's like this cool exactly. track, and it's very interesting <clears throat> how that comes right before the song "Love Story," which is very much exactly the opposite of that. And I, <laughs> I genuinely, yeah, and I genuinely like that 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 dopey song "Love Story." I think it's like a very good dopey pop love pop song. Same thing with "You Belong to Me." "You Belong with Me." I think it's just a dopey little love song that I, I, I I'm endeared to. Uh, and this song, uh, the second to last song on the standard edition, I didn't. I, I only I only save like the first thirteen tracks. I'm I'm not listening to fucking deluxe editions, especially for an artist I'm not like crazy about. Uh, but the second to last track, the best day, uh, that mm. song makes me cry. Uh, it I, and I'm oh god, and I'm very sensitive, especially these days, to songs about your kids or having grat. Uh, and this song is from the grat from her point of view, where she's just grat she's just expressing gratitude to her parents for being such good parents to her and it's just like this it's this shortish little like sad acoustic song that like and it's not sad i used to chose the wrong word it, it just sounds sad it's just her being like hey do you remember that day when like those girls at school were making fun of me so what you did was that you just took me out and we went shopping and got ice cream oh my god that was like the best day ever and like my dad is like so strong and he's so smart and like and my mom's the prettiest woman in the world and it's like oh my god my fucking heart Jeez. oh my god it, like it 
Mike, just, you might be ready for country music. Oh my God, it's happening. <laughs> and, and well, the thing about that, the thing about this album is that like there's country notes to it. Like, and already she's like, you can hear her moving away from the country label. There's there's, there's mm. like, there's like slide guitar here and there. And it's, but it's very like ineffective. Like if you, if you're going into this expecting a country album, you're probably going to be disappointed. But if you're going into this expecting a pop album and you hear country music elements, it's like, like, like I said, like there's a, there's a slide guitar here and there. Like, and she's not talking about trucks or I love my country. It's just like, right. Again, it's just like love songs. Um, it, it, it's songs about how much she loves her parents. It's songs about like, Hey, be careful about young love because it can mess up your dreams if you let it and like mm. that's a very that's a very fucking like important song and i want like all young people to hear that but um yeah but i, I was actually really impressed and it was actually the highlight of my week <laughs> <laughs> sounds cool i think i don't know if i'm gonna jump into this though i don't know if you'd like it though because because there there's the dopiness of like love story and like white horse which i i i i i i i i I, I think I have heard that song before. I think that might be a big single. Hmm. Uh, and you belong with me, especially. I think like the the the, the bombast and like the 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 overall kind of like gigantic pops pop ditties that those are. I think those might turn you off. And I and I don't think that you would like this as much as I. I don't know if how sensitive you are to like songs about kids or kids being, uh, <laughs> you know grateful for their parents but like that song like hit me hard um i know i mean that's that's country music right there you know it's all just like girl i once carried you as a baby and now you're a woman girl the prospector down the street <laughs> there's a little bit of that i'm sure but um so okay cool is this something that that you and zoe can also share like Zoe, I want you to listen to this song and then look at me and tell me what you think of it. <laughs> look at me, look me in the eyes while you listen to Fifteen. Am I cool? Am I cool? As Taylor Swift's dad, I'll start a record label for you. Yo, that's right. You heard it here. Skinny was mucking at him. Fearless by Taylor Swift. That gets a three bussin' out of four, bro. <laughs> three good parents out of three. Wait. <laughs> uh, and then just really quick, uh, po positive charge by the Gaslight Anthem that came out this past week, baby. We don't need to talk about it because there's nothing to talk about. It doesn't exist. I heard a clip of it when I clicked on the New Jersey Devils thing. Because I was just like, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, ah, shit, I'm listening to the song right now, aren't I? <laughs> uh, quick, delete from head. Pew! It's I'm so disappointed in you. Like, So now I'm the biggest Gaslight Anthem fan in the world. I know more Gaslight Anthem songs than you do. You and Daniel. Yeah, that's true. I, I, heard, I heard a verse. And the verse sounded sounded pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. I literally burst into tears when I heard it. But it's fine; it's gone. <laughs> it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. But Mike, you said that the track ninety percent there. Yeah. So this might be a hot. This might be a hot take, and I don't want this to affect your uh, uh, your opinion of it when you eventually hear the song later this oh, year. Well. I'm sure when the Positive Charge album comes out. Um, but I, I feel like. This song sounds like a demo almost. Like the the, the vocal mm. performance isn't quite there. Like we know Brian Fallon can hit. Like he has he has he's, he's a great dynamic range. And he's just gotten better and better as a, as a as a as a singer over the years. 
but he sounds so understated and the song itself has like this bombast to it uh, it's a song about positivity and being like in a positive uh state these days after having like you know a tragic past and it's a very important song and lyrically it's very powerful and it, it's going to make you cry it's going to it, it yeah. already did. I was just <laughs> listening to it uh, playing at a fucking New Jersey Devils game. Like, <laughs> Brian, <Pause>. why? <laughs> I'm not listening to the shit. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, that's that's my only real like, criticism. Like as a song, it feels understated. It feels a little unfinished. I feel like there's a lot of moments in the, especially in the chorus, where he should be belting out the chorus, and he's just kind of like, "Hey, everybody, this is a new Brian Fallon song with the Gaslight Anthem." Mm. So it sounds like the Gaslight Anthem is covering an upbeat, is doing like an upbeat cover of a slow Brian Fallon song, and it's strange. So I hope that's, that's not a, indicative that's a, of the entire album. That's a very specific criticism. <laughs> it is, but that's what came to mind. Like I, I, I listened to this song, and I'm like, okay, here we go, Brian Fallon, he's back, baby. We haven't heard, we haven't heard new music since uh mm. since local honey right so like l- l- let's do this so it sounds like the gaslight anthem is covering local honey songs and how you know how how how, how slow and subdued his voice was in that on that ep so like mm. so i'm a little worried for the the album so i just hope that's the, that's the, the one thing in just one song it just feels like it's a production thing but i don't think mm-hmm. production can fix it because he, brian's gonna have to go in and re-record a chorus so I don't know. Maybe it's a maybe it's a me thing. I don't know. Well, and do we know what label they're on now? Are they are they oh. still going to be on lesser known records or whatever his his label is called? That are they on I don't know. I should real? probably look that up. <clears throat> or are they on a real label? Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> a big boy label <laughs> like Island Records. Yes, somebody who will say, you know, Brian, you should redo that chorus because Mike thinks that you should redo it he'll be like oh my god i totally forgot to sing it loudly uh, and i and i kept in that first that first rough draft take it's like Damn oh it. no did we upload the demo version not and not the actual album <laughs> fuck uh, so it doesn't say what uh oh wait what spotify would say uh so rich mahogany mm. recordings oh, distributed them. by 30 tigers <laughs> You know that label. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's what it says Rich, here on Spotify. Rich mahogany. mahogany recordings, marketed and distributed by Thirty Tigers. That is 30 not Tigers. Brian Fallon's record label, unless they change. Unless no. he changed the name of it. And according to Google, there is no label called Rich Mahogany <laughs> Records. <laughs> All I'm getting is an artist named Rich Mahogany. <laughs> Oh no, the Gaslight Anthem got ripped off. Rich Mahogany so play, took off with their money. Play Rich Mahogany on SoundCloud. Play him on Apple Music. Well, what was the other one? Torn so, Apart by 30 Tigers? <laughs> marketed and distributed by 30 Tigers. Like records? <laughs> it just says 30 Tigers, capital 30, capital Tigers. Let's see what what happens on that one. <laughs> Okay. This looks more like a legitimate <laughs> record okay. label. Um, all right. It's only released about... F- oh, okay. It's re- it releases 45 albums a year. Been around since 2002. Um, looking at their list, I don't see anybody that I recognize on here. Mm. Wow. Okay. They have a Wikipedia page. Oh, they do? And the Gaslight Anthem is not on this list, but that's fine. Hey. Oh, the, the Avid the Avid Brothers uh, are, are on there. Oh, I at okay. least have heard of them. 
everybody else, I don't know. We need to get whoever is the administrator for Rich Mahogany Recordings. Get, 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 right. Reach out to uh, Wikipedia and update them. Looks like there's some country artists on here. Some more country artists. Mm, Canadian singer-songwriters. So, you know, it, it, it might be a real label. Parent so company, Sony, Sony Music. So I'm so, uh, oh okay. Well, there we go. There's there's at least some corporate backing. Uh, I went down the rabbit yes. hole here. I'm 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 looking up Richard Mahoney. He's an American politician <laughs> who's Secretary of State of Arizona. So I wonder if okay. he knows Brian Fallon at all. Did he finance the album? <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> oh, it's, Alanis Morissette is on here. It's, okay, it, it says here that his uh, that, that that his high school nickname was Thirty Tiger. <laughs> Whoa, interesting. <laughs> So yeah. Well, hey, oh. Lucero, Lucero's on Thirty Tiger. Oh, there you cool. Go. Okay, so there's a few here. This was the, so. All right, well, we'll just kind of take it for what's worth. Lucero's like on their own label right now, but they must be like associated with, with Thirty Tiger. Well, it sounds like Thirty Tigers just handles distribution of it. So hopefully, it won't sound like new Lucero. Oh God, no! Hopefully not. It was one of the most boring albums I've heard this year. Oh, my God. <sighs> I'm so sorry. Me too. So are, are we on to this week? Yeah. For the week of April 28th? Yeah. There's a couple albums that came out. I guess we'll talk about them both. And I guess really quick, uh, Doom and Gloom Sessions by uh, Spanish Love Songs. Or four, it's, a, it's an EP of four covers that they've released uh, this past Tuesday to uh, get people excited for new music coming out later this year. Their words, not mine. It's pretty good. If, 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 if you're waiting for my opinion, it's pretty good. <laughs> okay. It's pretty good. Yeah. Got it. So let's talk about, well, Dave Hawes. We've got to pronounce his name correctly. New album. Apologies like stolen. to Dave Hawes for misspelling his name all these years. Yeah. We've been mispronouncing it since 2017. So that's yep. cool. But <laughs> I had to Google it. And right there in 2011, he was like, it's like pause with an H. <laughs> fuck off <laughs> it said it was sent to me directly in 2011 yeah <laughs> um so yeah i, I re-familiarized myself with his discography this week enjoyed it greatly mm. and so far so good with this album i think it's very brief oh good it's only 20 29 minutes are you not listening to him i have not heard it no okay i, I could not remember planning where you are listening. yeah i mean like i i i I think I've enjoyed Dave Hall's music in the past. Um, I'm trying to look up his yeah. discography here to see if... Uh, I mean, Bury Me in Philly was Bury a 2017 Philly, yeah. album, which is not a good album. Mm -hmm. I, like That's the low point of his career. Mm -hmm. But everything around it is good. Um, obviously, uh, Devour is one of the best albums I've ever heard. Kick is one of the best albums I've ever heard. Shout out to and the song Little Wings, which was featured Little, on a, uh, you know, greatest song in the world recently. Right. Blood Harmony Blood from Harmony. 2021. Um, so I think you would enjoy him quite a bit. I mean, it's not, I guess it's, how do I put it? I mean, he's got like that, just that Heartland punk thing going on. You, you listen to the Loved Ones albums, those two albums. Yes. I remember I you saying you enjoyed those. Mm -hmm. So this is kind of in the same vein. It's just a little bit scaled back. Um, but I'm, I'm liking Drive It Like It's Stolen so far. Seems pretty good. And cool. all the albums are like 30-ish minutes. So yes. They fly by. Yes, very much so. Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and just throw this on here because I just got another album and I don't know how much I'm going to listen to it. Uh, I guess oh. we should talk about it now. Go for it. All right, well, so, so we were skeptical. Well, I guess we were debating 
whether or not we should uh, listen to the new Crown the Empire. That's the right yes. band, right? Okay. Crown the Empire. Yes, is you're, a... you're, you're doing better these days. You're doing so much better. <laughs> wow, I'm a big boy now <laughs> listening to so much music. Uh, this is their newest album following up. Uh, uh, the album's called Dogma. This is following up their 2019's Sudden Sky, an album that like mm. I was not going to listen to because I was done with this band. I was like, oh, screw this band. They're just boring, ghostwriting right. garbage. Uh, right. Uh, creative consultant creative consultants <laughs> sun sky one of my favorite albums of that year uh yeah definitely in my top 20 uh so you know kind of long-awaited follow-up to that one we're finally getting the getting a new album from them here with dogma uh and then a couple of months ago we got uh we got we got some unfortunate news that bad uh, news some pretty bad news uh so you know you 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 can probably guess what it is. Uh, not going to go into detail about it, but uh, leading up to this past Friday, I was like, you know what? Uh, I, I didn't really do 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 my due diligence and to kind of like look into it a little bit more. So, hmm. without stating my opinion on what's going on, this is what I found with uh, everything that's going on with uh, Crown the Empire. So, the allegations toward the uh, the abuse allegations toward the guitarist of the band was made uh, last year. Uh, the band of uh, the band released a statement stating that they, uh, you know, they believe them to be false and have opened a uh, or reached out to an investigation investigative party that has done investigations and like looked into this kind of stuff before it's a third party thing it's not the label it's not like the band's friend or whatever uh and they did not find any uh evidence so to speak i don't mm. know and, and of course okay. they're not going to share what that evidence is of abuse and it's been known that the woman who who set forth the abuse allegations towards the guitarist of uh, uh crown the empire has made similar allegations to different people before hmm. and none of them have come to fruition so i don't so make with how, that what you will how many of them were at self-help fest 2016 there's <laughs> probably a lot of them <laughs> that stage was littered with now sex people pests. who have been accused of doing things that <laughs> yes. we don't want to talk about <laughs> correct yeah so i mean that's kind of everything that i i, I try to do my due diligence and uh just to make sure you know uh, whatever right i i don't know what i'm trying mm -hmm. to say but like that's the facts of the matter this, this woman has made allegations to different people before uh and the wh whoever crown the empire reached out to to investigate into this they didn't find anything and i'm sure that they've okay. reached out to the to the accuser as well or maybe they didn't i don't know or as much as like she would allow um but that 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 that's what it is. Uh, if you still listen, hear that, and don't want to listen to Dogma by uh, uh, Crown the Empire, yo, I perfect, I completely understand. There's still no proof one way or another. Um, so what I ended up doing is I illegally downloaded Dog Dogma by <laughs> Crown the Empire and listened to it Take offline. That. Take that, Dog the Empire. Wait, Crown the Empire. <laughs> <laughs> capture the capture the Dogma Crown the Crown the Empire Dogma. So. And I was, I had more, more discerning tastes because I said I wasn't going to listen to it if it was over 35 minutes. And when I saw that it was only 33 minutes, I turned it, I turned it on right away. Exactly. That's all, that's all it took for Adam. He didn't have to do research or nothing. I'm like, Mike will, Mike will not steer me the wrong way. If he said that he listened to it 
after all of this. And he said it was, it was pretty good. Mm -hmm. And I need to listen to this as well because it's only 33 minutes. That being said, Dogma by Crown the Empire, which I listened to offline after an illegal download, mind you, for three times, uh, it's, pretty good it's 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 well above average i would say as far as like this genre goes i i i'd say i i at at, at at this point i like sudden sky more i think the songs are better written on sudden sky but i think this is a cool follow-up where they took all the lessons that they learned from sudden sky and added like a heavier filter over it because hmm. i couldn't remember if there was much screaming on sudden sky because i did not go back and re-listen to it it's this it's, week but this dude this album seems to have a lot more screaming on it. Mm -hmm. And I know that the two other guys in the band are doing background vocals. Yeah. Um, Courtney LaPlante is on it. Take with I mean, that if, you if will. we, if we can't trust her to make a good decision about being around these guys, then I don't know who we can trust in this scene anymore. Yeah, um, exactly. For well, me, three listens in, it sounds, it, it, it's, it doesn't sound like anything special. Um, but again, it's only, three listens i don't know where i'll stand yeah. by next week there, there is a song here also uh superstar featuring members of uh palais royale it's an oh, odd right. one it's an odd I'm song a, i'm not a fan of that song thus far and i don't think i'll be by the end of the week <laughs> i don't think i like the song either it, it, but it mm. is an outlier you can tell it was just like yeah. hey we're just trying something some cool swaggy shit because we've got remington <laughs> what's his face from uh from palais royale remington leith is it leith i think I it is remember leith, his yeah. last name. <laughs> uh but the, we've got the, we've got the guy from palais royale because you know the, the, those guys are great at imp, in, imparting swag into their music as well so i think they're just trying to do a version of what palais royale tries i don't think it's yeah swag core <laughs> i don't think it's uh i don't think it's an, in, indicative of like their music going forward i think it's, i just think it's some weird experimental and it's like right in the middle and, and, and it's a great way to like break up the two halves of the album so like whatever skip it if okay. you don't like it i think i will yeah <laughs> don't blame you <laughs> so yeah i only got about 30 minutes of music or well 60 minutes altogether, and then i got my three color spectrum albums mm -hmm. so i'm like I, I'm, I'm keeping it succinct this is how i maintain sanity yep. around small children is by not over listening to music so Someday I'll be able to stop listening to music. Yeah. Well, not me, baby. So, I mean, offline, <laughs> if I'm at my computer, I'm going to be listening to Dogma a little bit more. Uh, I guess I'll be checking out uh, Dave House's new album as well. And, uh, ha God damn it. Hey, this is <laughs> it's Crown okay. the Empire, Captain the Crown again. <laughs> it's all good. And but I again, will I, be I, listening I, I, to I, I, Taylor Swift's third album, Speak Now. Hmm speak now or forever hold your dogma cool and then we got smashing pumpkins for me finally i get to finish the trilogy mm -hmm. next week and now that the vinyl is coming for you right whew, i'll get my vinyl and i'll sit next to my record player and listen to it for eight straight days <laughs> um and then uh grandson next week as well oh is that right let me add that to yes the, let me add that to the list because i don't have anything because i mean it doesn't sound like you're going to recommend Atom to me, uh, but so maybe Probably grand, not. maybe grandson might be uh, what I'll throw in. Yeah, it's I love you. I'm trying. Unfortunately, it's only twelve tracks, but I'll take it. Okay, sweet. 
All right, awesome. So, I mean, like, May's got some pretty big stuff as well. I mean, like, speaking of Matchbox 20, we got new Matchbox 20 album coming out in a couple weeks. Uh, yes, later this month. And, of course, you know, highly anticipated May 19th. It's coming. <sighs> or, no, not May 19th. Yes. I, I, I yes. messed up my own joke. I was going to, not without my ghost, the Amity Affliction, <laughs> coming out next week <laughs> or two weeks from now. Let us know what you think, because Mike <laughs> and I are going to skip this one, finally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and if you are feeling brave enough to try out uh, the, the new Amity Affliction album, you're braver than we are, because we are not touching that, like, with a fucking 50-foot pole, man. Right. And we got some hot mullies. Hot mulligan. Hot mulligan. Why, sh- why would I watch? Why would I watch? I don't know if there's supposed to be a question mark at the end or not. And I've seen it on Wikipedia. There's no question mark is it a question mark because proper grammar is it may 12th because i got may 26th on my end oh i wrote down the 12th but let's look it up let's look it up man at the same time that's what's so good about uh i'm just getting 2023 so it's any day now (laughs) (laughs) damn it um very frustrating well i'm pretty sure it's the 12th i I think that's what it says on my app Hey, but well, it might have got pushed back because sometimes things like that get pushed the back. The vinyl, Adam. Then, the vinyl. I know. That's why I have to look up these things a week ahead of time just to make sure. And then it's like, wait, May 5th? What? I was all ready to listen to more Billy Corgan. <laughs> and then it all went away. Have you seen that footage, by the way, the, uh, like like a recent concert that uh, Smash Pumpkins were doing? And Billy Corgan was just like sitting, like leaning against the amp, eating chips. May 12th. I got oh, May 12th. On hell yeah. All right. <laughs> well, then let me change that then because early right. mulligans is better than late mulligans. Yes. Sorry, Billy Corgan eating chips. Yeah, I did not he was just like this. on stage in full view of everyone eating chips. Mm. Was just, he bald? Yeah. He was bald. He was wearing his like trench coat or whatever, just fucking against mm. the amp while the rest of the band was like playing. I think it was like in between songs and he was just eating chips. Just you gotta chips. keep your blood sugar going. He might <laughs> those have are the diabetes. V- those are very <laughs> salty. They're gonna up his blood pressure, dude. <laughs> oh, maybe. But blood sugar, it it, it makes it lower, higher. I'm, I'm not sure. That's true. Not, yeah, not a lot of sugar. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know jack shit about health. <laughs> when you're in your 50s and you're sweating on stage, sometimes you just need to stop and have a bag of chips. <laughs> it's just funny because like his, his fucking look on his face, he's again, he's in full view of everyone. And like, there's this mm-hmm. guy, this is like close up on his phone, like just zooming in on him, just, just fucking eating chips. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's a human being. We forget that sometimes. That's true. Sometimes human beings need to have a bag of chips. But in people, between, I'm, during, I'm sure. During the pay, instrumental out interlude of their set. <laughs> people that paid really good money to, to, to go see the Smashing Pumpkins play their music I live. Didn't. <laughs> go, go off to the side and eat your goddamn chips, man. <laughs> Sorry. Mm, and, yeah, and he was so looking his, and he was looking his lips when he was coming back too. It was fucking hilarious. <laughs> mm, this is, I like to get Cheeto dust on my guitar now. <laughs> well, that's all I got for you, my to, uh, for today, my friend. It's going to be a long month, but man, some of these better be good. That's all mm, I can say. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, you know, we'll, we'll see. You know, we got Sleep Token as well. Uh, I'm mean, like that, that's the one I'm really looking forward to in May. Yeah, Hot Mulligans, really. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean like the other ones, uh, I, I mean, my, my anticipation isn't super high, like, you know, 
Matchbox 20 these days. You know, they're not the Matchbox 20 no, that they were back in not. the year 2000. I mean, it's the first album since 2012, which was a really terrible album. Yeah. Um, so I'm not super hopeful on this now, 11 years later. Yeah. Um, but at least we got Dave Matthews Band this yeah. this month as well. Walk around the moon. <laughs> so, yeah. It's only 40 minutes. It's only 40 minutes. So that's why I was like, I can, I can plug that one in. Old It'll music okay. is back, baby. Yeah. <laughs> now with even less violin in it, <laughs> thanks to more allegations. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Oh, my God. Speaking of allegations, crown the empire. Oh. <sighs> but whatever. Hey, you know what? Hey, you guys make your own decisions. I'm not your dad. Um, but, uh, you know, listen to it offline. If you're Someday. so inclined. One day I'll be your dad. Uh, Someday I'm, I'm, I'm coming be. to seduce your parents. I know. Speaking of allegations, I'm just going to seduce everyone. Anyway. Uh, that'll do it for anyway. this week's show. Uh, for my co-host Adam, I am your co-host Mike, and like we say every time, we're downloading music illegally, so our consciences are free of guilt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what do we say when that comes up. Like, oh man, I sure hope the allegations are false. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I don't want allegations to be anyone. Everyone just fucking behave. Come on, please. Stop making Please. me illegally download your albums because you can't fucking cave. I know. I, I know self-help 2016 was just a sexy, sexy day, but it's okay. Just ask for consent first. guys. So many sex pests. Oh, my God. 